knew I had to talk to my boss the next day, and I was like, I can't imagine looking this guy in the face with this shitty-ass mustache and him being like, oh, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> I'm on the, I have, like, a new boss now, too, and it's, like, one of his first interactions is going to be me with, like, a Cheeto mustache just looking him in the face being like, I'm not good at this job, and I'm scared of you. It's a brand new. It's a brand new job. Same job, it's just different, diff, different bag of bones. Yeah. They just moved teams, and now I got to try to show off and not have a mustache. Oh well, let's uh, start the show. And me and Matt are going to take a shot because we're real men, dude. We do things. John, anything? I'll I'll pour some water in mine. Uh, I spilled so much. God, I haven't had Jim Bean in forever. Tell Holy shit! Man, that was worse than I remember. I don't miss warm off the hall. Uh, I, I, it was in the freezer for like an hour, so I expected oh, okay. better. I want to just give warm alcohol on purpose. Yeah. Unofficial song. Who knows what it is? Is this just outtakes of Mara screaming at you? <laughs> it does sound like her, right? It's just, yeah. nee, 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 nee. it's always bitching. Welcome, lovers and friends. It's me, your boy, Miss Everybody. And I am joined today, my co-host. Wait, she's not fucking here. And we are in a new studio, so congratulations, us. Congratulations, congratulations, INR Studios. And I am joined by comedians and hosts of That Rules Podcast, John Mayantag and Matt Peoples. How you guys doing? What up, dude? How the hell are you? Thanks for having us, Thank you for having us in the brand new studio. It looks beautiful, much better than anything we've ever had, even remotely close. Do you feel... I I was telling John that I kind of feel like a news anchor in here. How so? Because it's just an enclosed room with lights and cameras. It (laughs) seems like something that would be like a news anchor would be in. Or perhaps pornography. Um, There's going to be pornography. (laughs) Uh, You signed that... I told you. You guys did sign that form. John has... My back holes. You have all my front holes. <laughs> Only while the cameras are on. Damn, I got to go in your pee-pee hole? <laughs> well, I mean, there's other holes. In, I got a mouth. Now nah, I'm going pee-pee hole, dude. Yeah, We're you, connecting. Always, always sound when in, when in room, you know? We're going full avatar, dude. We're connecting our ponytails in the front. <laughs> NDA stands for, nah, dude, anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. It's going to be a great app. So uh, what's your guys' podcast about? That Rules Podcast. Me and Mar rolling there. Mar's on here right now. But anyway, what's That Rules Podcast about? It's about nothing and everything all at once. I feel like it's uh, it's like you know Seinfeld was the show about nothing. Yeah, it's it's just a podcast about nothing. Mm. We proved that last night. So if you tune into probably our newest episode, it was Matt and I just slowly melting into my porch couch. Yeah, uh, just shrooms are fully saying, man, nobody can really do this. Nobody does this like we do it. As we just did not discuss a single thing. <laughs> I think I landed on what I think the tone of it is. It's basically like when you go out and you get hammered and you end up with like a group of strangers and you go back to their house that night and most of the people have gone to bed and it's like you and these two dudes are still up at like four in the morning and you're all like kind of fucked up and high and you're listening to the two dudes and you're like, they're kind of annoying, but why do I like them? But they're making some really good points. That's the podcast, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> so what's the best point you've ever made on the podcast? We've never uh, made a point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've ever stood for anything. We've never made a point. Yeah. We, we, early on, we, we agreed that uh, we are like, we don't care about issues in either direction. Uh-huh. Like we're always on the fence. It's like you give us a topic. It's like we'll find the good, the bad. So it's like we've formed our own uh, political party in the Heather Gray party. Mm. And that like just like a good Heather Gray t-shirt. It's like yeah. nobody's ever offended by somebody in a Heather Gray t-shirt. Yep. So we're the Heather Gray party. I feel like a lot of comedians are like that, though. They Politically, they normally don't go to one way. I mean, there are people that are really political, but a lot of comedians, I you have to you find have the funny to in everything. Because like, if you, if you want to entertain everyone, you can't piss off, you know, 
the whole lot of them. You have to be able to ride the rail of, you know, both sides. Or you could just be so one way that it's hilarious. It's funny because you kind of look like a Democrat. Matt looks like a Republican. <laughs> How do you oh, yeah. figure, dude? I'm wearing Birkenstocks again, you it's, fool. It's your, it's your, again, the Birkenstocks are ridiculous. <laughs> the, it's the hair, I think. You know, the, the cloth over there is the yeah. Democrat. Yeah. And then the red is the Republican. He used so. to have more of a pub hair, but I, I did. I it, the longer my hair gets, I look like I, I fully Hippie. support, yeah, a lot of left-leaning things. <laughs> dude. I don't give a shit about either. I hate both. I hate all of it. So it's like, why do I have to care? Why we do were, I have to pick one? We were promised shirts for my overlord so i'm a bit disappointed <laughs> that we didn't have big t 2020 dude i've been playing up this bit that i love trump and it's getting more real and when you're like you're wearing a trump shirt on the podcast i was like this may be the crossover point dude. we used to end every episode with you saying something just republican yeah and that slowly started fading away but i, I feel like it's coming back i feel like the red wave is about to crash over you again who is it ever dude <laughs> who is it ever dude i pushed joe biden down at that fucking air force thing the other day and i'm ready i heard you put a stick in his tire when he was riding that bike. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was bullying him in the you, 1950s. You yeah. big daddied him. Yeah. I fucking had a greaser jacket on bullying Joe Biden. So how did the two of you guys meet? Uh, match.com. We just, oh. yeah. Shut up, dude. No, we didn't. We're not gay. We're cool as hell. If we were gay, that'd be cool too. Happy Pride Month. But uh, no, we, yeah. we met at an open mic as uh, true white men do. We were just like doing comedy like most of the people, and we are too. We're not the exception, but like most of the people doing stand-up are like kind of weird people mm. to some effect and you just kind of look for like dudes that kind of look like you and you gravitate towards them so john saw me a young supple probably 24 year old 23 year old he got eyes on me and he wanted to take me under his wing mm. and then the rest is history yeah so let me see let me teach you a thing or two Tell me that, i haven't taught him a goddamn thing yet <laughs> yeah. are it's you a weird, it's always a weird origin story like there's no everyone always tries to like romanticize it like nah we were grinding it out doing shows it's like no we were just Two guys in the back room of a bar talking about our feelings into a mic mm -hmm. to try to make people giggle. Basically, it was, I don't know. And then you guys just, how do you start the podcast from doing that? It was, were we a <laughs> pandemic podcast? Were, were we pre-pandemic? We were post. We were like, right? we were like, were uh, post. yeah, we were in post-modernist pandemic period we were just looking for a way to like drink where like our significant others wouldn't yell at us i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. nobody can yell at you. i mean everybody can yell at you when yeah. you're on a podcast but yeah. then again nobody can really yell at you they were like what are you guys doing why are you away from us and we're like i don't know bitch art heard of it and then we just go to a podcast and drink at like four in the afternoon <laughs> on friday we were talking about on the way over here it started we started doing it first in my garage and then we started doing on matt's couch after that and most of it doing what? Like, that sounds doing like gay what? sex. Doing what? And then after that, we decided <laughs> podcasting would be fun to do. <laughs> so after we're done, we're done just filling holes, rock and roll. Uh, I'm, I'm lost. What was I talking about? You get lost in the thought of no. Gay so sex. we we were doing it on like <laughs> we're doing it on my wife's laptop, which makes it even worse. Damn, we were recording the, the podcast on my wife's laptop with that, just the camera on the laptop. We didn't even have a camera. We just did audio, and okay. it was like two shitty twenty dollars mics we got off of Amazon. Yeah, and we never did headphones. We bought like the arm and everything. We thought we were official. And then we had Jay, who you met, our producer. Yeah, yeah. He reached out to us and was like, you know, I'd love to start to get into this. Would you guys want to work together? And like immediately it went from like, we were just a laptop podcast to like full production. We were like, all right, right. this is a fucking huge leap, but we haven't had to do anything new because Jay fucking rules and does a all lot the of work. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Jay. I never had the begin. I mean, in the beginning, obviously, we were smaller production. It was one camera, then it was two cameras. Now it's it bounces around, but I never had like just the audio. Like Robbie was my co-host for the first two episodes. 
You got the boot? He kicked you off? No, no. He uh, fucking, he oh, said. He's on the cover art for the, you, for the Apple podcast. Is that true? I saw it today because I went on the uh, hey, on your right. Apple no. podcast. No, uh, the black guy. Robbie's not black. He's just Puerto Rican. Well, I don't see color, dude. Uh, <laughs> might be on that one. You're black to me, dude. Happy Pride Month. If you want to be black, though, you can be black. Yeah. They love that. They love when you do that. <laughs> they really love when you call yeah. them they. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. That one's on me. Always make sure you, you call everyone they. That's not yeah, you. Yeah, that's my bad. Game five of the NBA Finals tonight. They, they love that. Um, all right. Well, that was bad. So anyway, cool. So how do you guys like research your guests before they come on? Do you do any research or nah? Just kind of uh, deal with we, us. We probably issues. should do more. Most of the guests we've had have been just like our buds from the comedy scene. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, it you know, we know enough about them to, you know, have them on. But yeah, we probably should do more research. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of doing research, but to, like, <laughs> I like the idea of doing stuff. But I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just get so tired. I gotta go to bed. Dude. I love the concept of love, but you know, who knows? Yeah, just can't can't break through. The uh, like our podcast is a lot of like predominantly like improv, right? So I feel like not even like not even saying this to make an excuse for not doing a lot of research. I do think it's good to know like the bare minimum and then bring somebody on and then you just fuck around. Like it's kind of easier. I think maybe in some instances to do the improv without predisposed ideas of what the person does or what they think about kind of thing. But then we've had several podcasts where there's just like a minute lull with somebody we've had on and we're like, fuck, we should have looked up who the fuck this guy was beforehand, dude. (laughs) I have no idea who you are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So have you ever lost an episode? So you were talking about the early stages where you were just recording audio. Yeah, we had to have. We've lucked out that it was, it wasn't so much that we would lose episodes. We would be like 45 minutes in like and cooking on like just the two of us because for our first like 40 some episodes it was mostly just the two of us even when we had a guest we would share a mic because we were too cheap to buy a third one right, right and the guests would get the other one but like we would just be cooking and then we'd look down and the laptop would say like disc is spinning too slow and we would have no clue how much we missed. was recorded so we would just go back and be like all right, so what, we're what was that great <laughs> riff drunker. we just had? Yeah, we're hammered. We're still, <laughs> we're still trying to figure out the laptop. We have no clue how to work anything. So we have a few episodes that just randomly cut to new stuff. Mm. So they're not fully lost. I don't think we ever lo- fully lost one. I don't think so. Definitely some a lot of uh, edit outs in the beginning. Have you ever not released an episode on purpose? Like you thought the episode was bad, so you just didn't release it? No. Unfortunately, we have no integrity in that department. We're like, if it sucks, we recorded <laughs> yeah. it. We don't know how to get rid of it. It's going out on the internet. Yeah. No, yeah. We've 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 put everything out there. Hopefully one day. It would be nice to hit one where we're just like... It would, it would feel like such a waste, though. Yeah. Because now it's any more like being an adult. I'm like, I got to set aside time. I got to make sure I can go do this thing. And like... Right. To just go and drive to somewhere and do it, and then we lose it. It's like fuck, yeah, full waste of a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you still had fun though, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I guess as long as you, as long as you had fun, yeah. podcasting is really the friends you made along the way. It's not the episode. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you guys been comedians then? Because you started post pandemic with the podcast. So how long have you guys been telling jokes for to get paid for it? I think I'm six years uh, as a comic i was out in harrisburg is where i started and then moved to south jersey philly scene mm-hmm. when i moved back so i think i'm at six years it's always tough with the pandemic because you're like do i count those years like mm-hmm. i did like zoom comedy for a show during the pandemic so it's like i, I hated what stand-up comedy was for that do i even count that you know that time we'll say six years long story short Wait, did you start doing zoom no you didn't start because that was six years ago yeah, no, no. It was I did one Zoom. <laughs> That'd comedy be sick show. if you did yeah. Zoom before it was even a. It was just me and a bunch of random people. Yeah, 
I'm you're just muted. Patching into mute. people's work conference calls. <laughs> what about you, peoples? Yeah. Well, dude, what the hell was that? You said that with indignation. Well, look at look, look your shoes that you're wearing. I feel disrespected again. <laughs> what are you looking under the table down on my penis? And you just bones? look like you've shouted you people at a lot of people. Guys, <laughs> I can't change the way I look. Okay. They love it. They love it. They love when I do that. All of they do. Dude, if I could have voted for Barack Obama a third time, I wouldn't have. It's <laughs> not the racist about that. He's just a good guy. <laughs> dude, I got to stop playing in this completely <laughs> racist, <laughs> shitty character that I do on every podcast. Uh, I started four and a half years ago. What a Colossal mistake. Uh, <laughs> Life went downhill. I was married with two kids. Now not married. No kids anymore. Don't yeah. know what happened to them. I used to have abs. Now I have a drinking problem. Comedy <laughs> rules, baby. Everybody started up. You know, it's a good time. But yeah, been four and a half years, and then we started. Uh, I guess yeah. So the three year two been doing it for. We actually just found out this is like our two year anniversary of mm. doing the podcast. Like I think around today, within right. this week. So. That means nothing, but now you know. Well, congratulations. Yeah, what did you get me for our anniversary? Huh? I got, I've got. i gotten you stuff as gifts in the podcast. I don't think you ever got me anything. Yes, I have. What? Other than friendship? I bought him a Phillies uh, oh, old yeah, poster. Oh, yeah, you did. You true. Dude, he broke out like a fucking shark tooth, tooth necklace on the podcast for me one time. Okay. That some, sounds very... That sounds cute, actually. I right? would love no, it. I'm saying it in gift, a good way. Right? I'm not saying it's yeah. a bad thing. I'm saying Sometimes it like, you hurt your shoulder and you take muscle relaxers and you go to the aquarium with your wife and your beautiful daughter mm-hmm. and you're realizing as you're walking through the gift shop that the muscle relaxers have fully kicked in. You're fully aroused. Yeah, you think it would be silly for you and your 10 years younger than you friend to have matching shark tooth puka shell necklaces yep. that neither of us has ever worn. Not once. I, lo- I, I unfortunately lost it. Oh, really? Yeah, I lost it in the settlement. Yeah. Yeah. My bitch the, wife the, took the, it. The divorce again. <laughs> yeah, my double XL wife took it away from me, dude. That big bone She bitch. took the pooks? She took the pooks. She took the kid. She took my roommate. So I want to play a game called Which One, where I'm going to ask a question, and it'll be a choice between the two of you. You guys are going to say either John or Matt. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which one is funnier in like a normal conversation? Uh, I'd say Matt is. You're a, bi- you're a big uh, center of the like center of attention in the circle guy, and I mean that in a good way. John's more comfortable just relaxing, and I, at all times, I'm like, God, I need this person to like me. <laughs> yeah. So that might be the root of it. You do, yeah, you have a constant pursuit of, I need approval from everybody. It's, yeah, a, therapist. it's a whole therapist thing. It's not a big deal. It's yeah. whatever. It's whatever. So. Yeah. My therapist was my wife. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you definitely. <laughs> she took my money, my feelings. <laughs> Which one is better at podcasting? Uh, we're. I think we're about exactly. I think the it's same. a dead even tie. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're exact. I both. I think we both have strengths and faults that neither complement each other at all. Yeah, but, but no weaknesses. <laughs> zero weaknesses. I said faults. No, I like how you worded that though. What do you mean? Faults makes it sound like it's like. Look, I acknowledge this. It's like weakness. It's like I'm not weak. Yeah, sure. I would never. I'm yeah, man. I would never. Yeah. yeah, sure. I have my faults, but I've never been weak. I had Fault a mustache for a month or two, but then I shaved it. <laughs> Dude, <need> to, yeah. <laughs> If you want to see the mustache, go to that rules podcast and check out uh, loving them one episode. Great episode. Uh, Who does more work for the pod? John. You have lately though. Uh, I will say uh, he does like the more he'll do like the art. He'll just sit and do uh, my favorite part is thinking about John like uh, (laughs) with his turtle with his uh, on shark tooth necklace on on substances with a shark tooth necklace, just (laughs) rubbing his inner thigh on his laptop, just cutting out pictures of my face to put on pictures of like USA skaters. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, dude. It's so fun because I only send you the final draft. That'll show you the other 
30 <laughs> different things I put our faces on that was just weird for a while. Yeah, do you look like every, every like, because I'll do the artwork usually on like a Monday or a Tuesday when I'm lazy and, you know, whenever I get to it. Yeah. So like Wednesday is usually when I go in and will like, you know, just delete recent pictures in my phone mm-hmm. and just scrolling through the random shit that I'm like, what? like on our episode, it was like an old Taco Bell. And then I had a bunch of screenshots of you and Mara on my phone. Yeah. So I'm like, I look like a fucking serial killer if anyone looks at this. <laughs> yeah. right. And then just everyone's head cut off. Yeah. It was weird. If any of us <laughs> disappeared, like I don't know where Mara is right now. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah I guess we'll never know, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't look into it. Don't worry about it. Dude. <laughs> I think you look cute on like Bucky Lassick. You know what I mean? Like you'd be a good Bucky Lassick. Yeah. Dude, you're saying I shred the gnar? Are you trying to insinuate that? <laughs> you're I shred you're the an gnar? R shredder. Yo, you, we both look like skaters that uh, I probably look like a more approachable skater than you do. Uh, what are you trying to say? Like, I don't you look You look like death metal skater. Oh, uh, I look like uh, I'm going to like bang heads or something. Yeah, like you're going to like fucking just you're that guy, purposely get hurt. Who's that video, the the skater that beat the shit out of like seven dudes at once? Oh, fucking. Um, he had a shaved OJ head. OJ Simpson. Yeah, no. that guy. Mike Vallely. Mike Vallely. Mike yeah. Vallely, that's it. Bam's, or not Bam's coming on the show. Fucking, um. <laughs> I was say, you found him? <laughs> no, Novak's coming on the show again. I w- I've always yeah. wanted to ask him about that because they were all kind of close growing up. So I love that video. That, that was a legend. That was like pre-YouTube. I remember getting, like seeing that just like at friend, like friends who were skate kids, like on a mixtape. You look like everyone in that video that he beat up, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look yeah. like really a video of you kicking our ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing L.L. Bean right now. I look so punchable. I had the most punchable face ever. So who is more likely to get the girl? You guys are both single in this scenario. You guys are going out to bar, club, whatever it is. No, it's you. It's you. You have to say that. I've seen, legally. No, I've seen ladies throw themselves at you in our in our time as friends. Uh, again, I think it's, it comes back to if that is the case, which I do not believe it to be so. Because I think, again, if we come back, we got our little niches. Again, we love our beautiful... Beautiful wives. Matt loves his niches. Wait, you're married to his nephews. I'm not married, but I have a sweet, gentle angel at home. So theoretically, if I'm cheating and beating, I (laughs) if it were to happen, I no. Again, it goes back to just like I'm with the girl, and I'm like, please, for fuck's sake, like me. And John's like, whatever. If you do, you do. It's not really a big deal to me. And they they like they might like either one. So. Yeah, I'd, it's I'd dependent on the girl. You're right. Do you find that as a redhead, as a redheaded guy? Obviously, I mean, I, don't, I haven't checked down under, but um, you're trying, you're trying to say I don't have a big L bean down there, dude. I, I don't know what you have down there. I, I mean, I would, I we'll we'll smell it later. But um, <laughs> <laughs> is that another one of the segments? <laughs> What's that smell like <laughs> with mad people's teens? Um, <laughs> do you find that there are girls that are like you're my first redhead? Uh. They don't, like, talk about it. <laughs> like, I don't think they want to bring it up. Like, I've asked my girlfriend now. I was like, have you ever dated her? Like, do you feel weird that you date a redhead? And she'll say it where she's like, I don't really think about it. But deep down, I know. She's like, ugh. Damn, you, you do maintain a good square in fuckboy bingo. Yeah, dude. If it's just, like, a bunch of girls at a bachelorette party. They're like, yeah. we have to kiss the guy. We have to get a number. And it says here we got to fuck a redhead. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. To be a confident redhead is absolutely insane. Like, and to be... Averagely looking, you think I'm cute, dude? I mean, it's not bad. And you're above six foot, yeah? Uh, people are saying Slightly. six two, six three. <laughs> I haven't looked at it recently. I think it's about six four. Okay, so makes sense. So you're you probably are like the one percent of the one percent of gingers. I I have said that. I I, I I for a normal person, I'm like a decent, a regular looking guy. But for a ginger, I might be one of the most gorgeous people on the planet. Because that is a horrific. If you're a ginger out there. Fucking kill yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like you, and then it's Prince Harry. <laughs> True. Andy Dalton. Yeah, but Prince Harry's fucking 
shooting for the stars, dude. Because if you're a decent looking ginger, you go like, all right, I'll get a hot white girl. He was like, fuck it, dude. Going for a hot, light skinned black chick, which is a crazy move. That's, you're going. Yeah, move. see, the he, pro- he broke years of royal rule, like yeah. <laughs> to be like, I gotta get that sweet brown sugar. <laughs> see, the problem I've always had with redheads. So the other way, I look for redheads in porn for females. Yeah. But every time, if you look for a redhead in porn as a woman, they're always fucking a black guy. And I can't see myself as a black guy, and I want to see myself. I like to think that you have a spreadsheet somewhere where you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I crunch the, one. I crunch the numbers every time I try to jerk I off. Black formula, dude. I got everything. It's, uh, <laughs> he's in Excel dragging and filling, and so is the black dude. <laughs> <laughs> so who's most likely to get in a fight at the bar? Or anywhere in general, I guess. That's probably me. Uh, yeah. That's probably me. Well, I, I, I drink. don't drink he doesn't anymore. Drink yeah, so I don't, I don't drink anymore. So I, I more or less would like to just step back and trip people at the bar. Yeah. Uh. But that would get me beat up too. So yeah, I, I still run my mouth a lot. True, I feel like so. I, I almost got in a fight the other day. I called a misogynist at the bar. This is a true story. Some guy you were called one. Yeah. Oh, what were you doing, misogyny? Yeah, Matt's like I've never rubbed anyone's shoulders. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not misogyny. Apparently, they don't like when you call women dumb. I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't say. But the dude, yeah, I did. Get Wait, called they, him. they, or <laughs> uh, they, them? Yeah, <laughs> they, them, there. No, yeah. I, so it's probably yeah. Zem was there too. Yeah. <laughs> Zuri James, LeBron's daughter. They were all there. Uh, but yeah, I think it's probably me. I would say probably me. I feel like they're all just, it's all coming right to you, Matt. Oh, by the way, and lose quick. Yeah. We always talk about it between the two of us. We've never won a fight. Yeah. So yeah, fucking, we got that. Ass. So test us. That was our original merch. It was just going to say handsome idiots. We've never won a fight. <laughs> if I'm, if I have Mike Villelli running at me at full speed, dude, I'll, you'll never see a guy give head that quick. <laughs> I know you could use tears as lube. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time someone's like, I'd rather die than, than suck a dick. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. There's no way because all you have to do is suck a dick. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming, how fast do you think you can get a guy to come? Uh, what guy? Any. I mean, <laughs> me or Matt. Because like, I think, think uh, I'm going to put in better effort on a more, you know, well-kept guy. If it's uh, like a disgusting It's a guy. clean dick. There's clean factors. Dick? Yeah. Oh, clean dick? Under. Under three minutes. Okay, how recently have I got my nails done? Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a factor when you're good ahead? Of course, dude. Yeah, because I want to fuck up my Has nails. Has he gotten his spray tan recently or not? I used to ask my buddies this because this is the type of fun guy. <laughs> Would you guys let me suck your dick? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what we signed. <laughs> They're so weird about it, dude. But I just let him go to bed and I would do my thing. <laughs> But I would, uh, like, I used to ask my friends, I was like, would you rather have herpes or have to give a guy head? And, mm. like, all of them were like, oh, I'll just give a guy head. It's whatever. Like, I don't care. And then I would explain, like, you're not really thinking about the process of giving a dude head. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to start doing it. You got to, like, get him up. And then he's going to be, like, rubbing your hair and, like, moaning and shit. And, like, he might do some, like, dominant stuff. And I'm like, you're not really thinking about how scarring this will be. So I made a lot of dudes say that they would rather have herpes. I mean, but I feel like everybody has herpes, yeah? I love that you, That's kind you of my went point. Into that, I love that you went into that knowing that you were like, this is not just going to be a one question and done kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to convince these boys. Yeah. He's well, going to pull a light. He's going to be a 1950s detective solo. Yeah, you're like, and, what's a little bit of ointment every couple months? <laughs> well, in today's society, everybody's abandoned nuance. I'm trying to put the nuance of the situation in front of them and say, this guy's rubbing your hair, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't like it. You heard me doing no, it. I don't, I don't like don't that. Like it, see, see, it, but if I'm sucking the dick, I'm making the rules. You know what I mean? This is my one and only time sucking <laughs> You're a dick. Such I'm a selfish <laughs> lover, dude. I always keep a list of rules in my pocket just in case it ever comes up. I'm gonna need you to sign this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. So, <laughs> who's the most likely to leave a bad tip? You guys go out to eat. Oh, I don't know. I'm a great tipper, and I, I think you tip. are too. Yeah, I think we're both. 
I come from the service industry, though. You never worked in restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. So I think just by that standard, I think I maybe will leave a little bit better tip, mm. but not a bad one. I, I think it's one of the things I like about you. you. You're a good tipper. That's a horrific tenant to just have you a close give, friendship you over. You okay head. It's and one of my good tippers. friends. And he's like, you're a good tipper. Your bowels are always well, you're, I you say it all the time. You're a very bad guy. You're a bad guy. I don't, I, that's one of my least favorite bits. You're, you're a bad guy, but you're a good person. <laughs> I can live with that. I don't know what that means, but. I give good head. That's what yeah. that means, dude. <laughs> Who's most likely to be late to something? You. Me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm overly early to I, I say that as I've been late to everything we've done recently. Mm. But I always make it a point to be like ten minutes early. I'd rather sit in the car mm. and scroll through my phone for ten minutes. I'm usually thirty minutes early places. Like I'm so early that when I get there, I wait in the car in shame. I'm like I'm I'm here way too early. Oh, I love getting somewhere really early. I love checking out an area. Yeah. I, oh, I love just getting lost in a, in a couple back roads. Yeah. Find like a weird farm. Like, oh, you know I never would have known that was there. You know what's something weird that I, I enjoy seeing, even though it's, and that's weird to say. It's going to be even weirder when I tell you what it is. When I see like kids skateboarding, because I feel like I, I haven't seen that since we were younger. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it is. When you when you stumble upon a skate park, you're like, these are still around. Awesome. And the kids aren't wearing shirts and they're just out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so supple. <laughs> just and like- then I teach them a real cool trick and then they come back to my house. <laughs> Jesus, mister, you're really big. <laughs> Who's most likely to get fired from their job? <laughs> Tried and true. I've been fired from so many jobs. Really? I've been laid off. I was laid off recently, so not fired. fired. But that, fired. that means fired. Yeah, that um, means you were the one that they didn't like the most. Yeah, uh, there was like eleven of us that they didn't like the most. So uh, I got fired from working at a golf course in high school. There was that. Um, How can you get fired? All you do is what? Carry balls or pick up balls? No, I was on course maintenance. I was working the blue collar side of the <laughs> of the golf course. I was mowing the greens, weed whacking the traps, and uh, they wanted me to be there at seven o'clock every morning. But I was nineteen and on summer break, so I was like, "Well, I'm going to drink till four a.m." Yeah, of course. So I'm going to sleep in my car outside of my friend's house, wake up in a panic, and be you know three and a half to four minutes late to work every day. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to be. And here they were just like writing down all those minutes that I was late. And they finally were like, if you're late one more time, you're fired. And I was like, all right, that, that's cool. And then I just got like violently sick and just didn't call out. And they were like, you're late. I was like, well, no, I'm throwing up. Like, yeah. I can't come in. Like, you're fired. That was it. Were you hungover? No, that was actually like a like a stomach bug, I think, that caused all that. I was waving to Robbie, but he already oh. walked out. <laughs> I feel like that light's in your eye, yes or no? Maybe. Robbie, can you like tilt this? No, this way. No, I'm good. Can you, I'm good. I'm that, good. That flap. This flap. There you go. Oh, I felt like it was right in your face when I was looking at you. I oh. felt like your whole face was pink. I just wanted to make sure you weren't too pink. I know you're pink in the middle. but So who's <laughs> most likely to have sex tonight? Not me, dude. I got to go back to my parents' house. I mean, they, I don't know what they're up to, but I don't anticipate it. You just haven't crossed who's that bridge yet. To watch that? <laughs> yeah. Who's the watch sex tonight? <laughs> I'm thinking okay, I can cash in on a chip tonight. You think I had some morning sex, so that oh, was today. Yeah, oh, you're such a. So cool. we'll see if I can double sex. down. Yeah, it's it's always fun when you get like a out of nowhere unexpected morning sex. I always have to like wake up with the dog, and my girl sleeps in a lot. Yeah, so I always have to go. I wake up with the dog and go do stuff with him. So I'm sure. Morning sex. <laughs> I mean, I need, I need like, to get my, I need I get get my back, sex I'm, somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, I can't get. Up <laughs> I can't get. Up. I'm so flaccid. I'm so yeah. You know. Morning sex is crazy because I have to shit so bad. Like, are you guys allowed to shit in front of your ladies? I imagine you. Oh, uh, bro, I've been shitting. I stand up when I wipe. 
I've been doing that since forever. I just found out that that was a phenomenon that you were supposed to sit down this whole time. I, I stood and wiped my whole life. Really? Yeah. I never knew it was a thing until I saw somebody do it. They were standing up in the stall. I was like, are you standing up while you wipe? Yeah. yeah. Why? And then why do you stand up? What's the reason? Um, I, just, I, I feel like I can get in there better. You know what I mean? What's your guys' situation? Are you going bidet and like wipes? Or are you oh, guys I go just wipes. straight toilet paper? I'm wipes. Yeah. I go toilet paper, dude. I got a bit of it. My ass is a total fucking. Oh, you got to go bidet then. My ass is the Middle East, dude. Someone that's wearing LLB, of course, would say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have the cleanest butthole here. Sorry. You, you would love to see my LLB. <laughs> no, nah, my ass, dude. Like, I could never. You know how they say like you want to like invite germs in your body so you you have build an immunity. I don't think anybody's ever said <laughs> That's that. That's told every girl he's ever had sex with. I'm like, nah, you're gonna like this, dude. And she's like, were you giving a guy head earlier? And I'm like, he loved it, dude. <laughs> it's Pride Month. He came in under three minutes, as promised. <laughs> I could probably knock a dude down about two and a half minutes. Two and a half for sure. If it was like if I was talking my own dick, I can come so fast. No way, because you're going to think about the fact that it's your own thing. Like if you were flexible enough to, or if there was a clone of you and you were clone. blowing yourself. Clone. Like I come fast. You'd be shocked what? at how fast I Yeah, because you no, would know your trigger. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked at all. I'd be like, I'd have a fucking, I'd be like a stopwatch in like the old 90s movies where the kids run a track. Like, 12 seconds. <laughs> Judge is getting quick out there. <laughs> Let's get a dog involved in this. I'm like, what? I don't know. Nine seconds. We're out of peanut butter. <laughs> so what's your guy's best night as a comedian? Tonight. Tonight, yeah, just being here with I'm me, just living the not having to see Mar. It's a good night. No, it's, we would. I'm, she's right Mar. over your shoulder on that banner. She's over there. Like she's yeah, here. Yeah. She, True. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, best night of comedy. You you've had like more. You've you've worked with more big name comics. Like you have that like. Uh yeah, I had a cool one where. Like two years in, I got to open for my favorite comedian. Like not even like uh, like one of my favorite comedians, but at the time I got to open for my favorite comedian, Bill Mark Cosby. But Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Got a drink with him after the show. Don't remember much. I was like I'm so yeah. sleepy, and he's like, "We're gonna put that mouth to use," or you know how Bill talked. Uh, Bill Clinton, Bill Cosby. Uh, I hope the CIA isn't watching this. But I did open for this guy, Mark Norman, and it's Whoa, kind of yeah, I do like Mark Norman. Yeah, I was. It was sick. Like I got asked. I was working with this booker for a while, and he like asked me to do it, and I think he kind of knew that I liked him but i think he was also just throwing me a bone and it was sick to go do it i had a great set everything went like as good as possible but when i brought him up because he was the headliner and he had like three features in front of him so i went up did my set went well brought everybody else up and then when i was going to bring him up he was like just say i've done this and that like he didn't have a lot of credits because he knew he was the headliner so as i went to go bring him up i was like so excited that i was doing this that i was like hey everybody you ready for your headliner Woo! All right, everybody, give it up for Narc Mormon. And I screamed it, and everybody you could tell was kind of like, uh, all right, well, he's here, whatever. And I got texts because he came, my ex-girlfriend came, and my buddy came, and I had three texts immediately like, you fucking loser, idiot, nice job. I remember dude. we got in the car because you drove, too. That was yeah. the funny too. We made you drive. We all got hammered. This yeah. was like your big night. Well, I did, too. And we, yeah, we're driving back, allegedly. And I remember like when we first got in the car, it was quiet for a little bit, and then your roommate, your friend, just it goes... I mean, Narc Mormon, <laughs> you could just see that it was just like eating you alive still. Well, that was funny too, because that night was, I've never, I'm a fucking complete loser, but you know, when people go to comedy shows, they just see you're on a lineup with like a higher up comic. So they assume you're like a real person. So he went up and he asked like everybody for autographs. And then he came to me last to ask for an autograph. I think just cause he's like, I asked all of them. I'll ask this dude too. And I had never signed one and like, they're all around me. So I was like ready to talk shit to them. Like, yeah, it's just kind of what I do, dude. But I went to go sign the dude's shirt. 
And as I went to sign it, the fabric folded, and I put a line through all the other autographs on the shirt. <laughs> and the dude, the dude looked at me like, I don't even fucking want your autograph, dude. What the fuck? And I'm like, and so yeah, that's about as good. That's my best night in comedy, unfortunately. At that point, you try to draw a dick, right? I should have like, and it goes mm, and like this. And, and there's me riding it. And Did you get to actually talk to Mark or no? Yeah, I hung out with him in the green room stuff. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Is he just like comedy the whole time? Or? He's like, I've opened for other headliners and you sit in the green room and they're pretty to themselves. The whole time we were in the green room, he's just running jokes by you. So you're kind of just like, you know, he's known as this like worksman comedian and you wonder if that's just talked up. But being in the green room with him, he is literally just like, is this funny? Is that good? Does this make sense? It's It was cool. What's What do you think the difference is between like somebody of that like super high level and like somebody who's starting? Is it just the reps that you put in or is it their it's brain's a, just mean, different? It's the reps. It's you do have to just have that, like that thing that like Mark Norman just has his quirky thing that makes him Mark Norman. Like, mm-hmm. so like, and anybody can have that thing. And that's most of what open mic comedy is trying to find what your voice is and what your random right. thing is. But it's like, it yet yeah, is just so much repetition. Cause we've even seen it of just people that we maybe started with, or we've seen start after us. That, like, we'll say to each other, like, oh, so-and-so's starting to get it. Like, they're starting to see where the laughs are, what's really funny, rather than just, like, I wrote this, pause for laugh here. I wrote this, pause for laugh here. Like, I was always confused with that, like, when you know to pause. Because, like, Dave Chappelle talks about how important it is to just, like, let the silence go. I would always be nervous. Like, if I were to try it, I would just talk too much. Because I would have to fill the silence. Yeah, I mean, neither of us is, like technically good at comedy like it takes forever to get actually good at it but the the small things you pick up on are things like that where like you don't need to be a motor mouth as much i mean it's not like a thing like you've learned you're like now i know it but like there are instances where you can recognize like damn i should have just chilled for a second and paused and just let them yeah listen but sometimes you get freaked out by the silence and you're like oh shit they think i'm gay they think i'm a pussy my dad's here especially in a podcast you really can't let like a silence go as soon as there's like a a gap you have to kind of like fill it with words mm-hmm. yeah you can't let it go at all so i always love podcasts different. that don't give a shit about it because there's a couple i listen to and when i'm listening to it every single time i think my phone fucked up yeah. but then it makes so it makes me go back to the podcast and make sure so i like to think that it's a little bit of like extra marketing like they made me go look at mm-hmm. their thing again i don't know what's your podcast that you like like what's your favorite podcast besides obviously that rules and love and then what uh it, Matt and Shane Secret Podcast, uh, Shane Gillis and mm-hmm. Matt McCusker. That's one of my top favorite ones. That I mean, but that's I don't know, that's kind of the standard. If you're a Philly area comic, like I mm-hmm. feel like everyone will say that. <laughs> uh yeah, anything Matt Walsh is on, dude, where it's just hammering the fucking liberal movement, dude, as long as he can tell them what's what. <laughs> okay, come on, guys, having fun here. Any <laughs> Fox News is is whatever they promote. I had to lose it up. We got too much serious business talk for a second. <laughs> I Matt was like, you know, uh, I don't really think Alex Jones has a podcast per se, but, you know, whatever he's doing. <laughs> it's so funny because Matt Walsh is famous for asking people, like, what is a woman? I'm like, you, dude, you keep asking questions. Shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> have you guys ever, what's, like, the worst heckle you've ever gotten? Has there, has there ever been, like, a really bad heckle where someone's like, yeah, you're fucking dumb? Uh, I did an entire set with my zipper down where you could kind of see my penis a little bit. So you heckled yourself? It was just your own penis that was the heckle? No, I did an entire set and bombed. And, like, genuinely, like, my zipper was down, and I wear boxer briefs where I don't have the button on my boxer. And I don't think you could see my pee-pee, but, uh, oh, you're grabbing another little tasty treat. You want a little high noonsies? If you don't mind, thank you so much. High noonsies, please? 
but yeah, I did the entire set with my little PP hanging out, not fully hanging so out. So no heckle happened. Matt's just talking about a time where his dick almost popped out. <laughs> he just wanted to bring his dick up again. It's been a while since we talked about it. He thought you said schmeckle. <laughs> Guys, I'm, we're talking cock. All right, let's get serious here, folks. But yeah, I did the entire set, and then after, like, I didn't get a single laugh. I bombed, and then when I came off stage at the very end of the show, everybody like kind of walks out and says like, "Hey, nice job, nice job," and everybody was avoiding contact, eye contact with me. Because they were so jealous of your penis size? No, they were just like, I can't believe this guy thinks this is any good at this. And then one lady walked by and came up. She was like, hey. And I was like, just, I needed one compliment. And she was like, your zipper was down the whole time. That was like hard to watch. I like I barely like, saw your penis. Yeah, well. <laughs> it wasn't that cold here. I was sweating the whole time. I was like, it goes to a different school. <laughs> it it's actually a here. model in Canada. <laughs> you, John, do you have like the worst cycle you've ever gotten? Uh, your I dick know. was out without me there. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm too, like, vanilla in my stand-up comedy that it's, like, nobody's going after me. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's, like, I do have a joke that is a 9-11 joke that every once in a while it takes some people a while to come around on the joke. Uh-huh. So, like, I've heard a few people in there be like, whoa, come on, buddy. And I'm like, just sit. Wait, I'm going to make this It's been 22 funny. years. I mean, yeah, like, how many people were really died? Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> how many people have to die, you know, for yeah. it to be. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not patriots, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? I talk about 9-11 in every set. I never forget, dude. True. <laughs> so, do you guys have any weird kinks in the bedroom? No, I just, you know, a little bit of karate every once in a while. I like how like I, a chop. I've asked you this question on your podcast, and you got like... No, no, no I, I think you, you just a, flat out asked me, what porn do you watch? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you were like... Bat, you were like uh, uh, I don't I'm, think I have a good enough answer. That's the thing. I, I'm a very vanilla guy. Like, I just like getting the fuck out of there, too. <laughs> That's probably my kink is like, are we almost done? I'm so tired. And I, I'm, again, it comes back to like, I hope you like me. My girlfriend, who I've been with for a year, who loves me dearly. I'm like, dude, I just got to get this done so you don't hate me at the end of it. <laughs> Plus, she's sleeping and the whole fucking. <laughs> you have to hold her down and say, quit moving. Yeah, she's, no, she goes to sleep quick. I don't have to put that much force. So I want to play Nyquil a ga- does that. <laughs> so I want to play a game with you guys, which we talked about while I was on your show. It's called Don't Look Away. Oh, I knew you were going to fucking do that. We were talking about it in the car ride here, and he was like, he's going to show us a poopy butt. Damn, I so, love how you ease into that, too. You're like, what is a silly thing you like in the bedroom? Ready to watch a lady shove apples in her butthole? <laughs> Did I nail it? Did I uh, it? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to remove our headphones so we can hear it, because we obviously didn't play the volume. Oh. And then we're going to have one of you guys give a play-by-play of the video. Who wants to go first? There's three videos, so we'll each do it once. I'll give it a rip. All right, Matt. We're going to go with you first. So just let everyone know because, again, they can't see what's happening. People at home cannot see what's going on right now. All right. Folks, we got an art teacher sitting in the middle of the woods. Uh, she has a nice map below her, a bunch of apples. She's using some lubrication on those apples, getting them nice and lubed up. No! They gave you no time to wait. It's in her. <laughs> Where's that string coming from? So she's pooping it's a Granny her. Smith, too. It's a Granny Smith coming out of her Granny... Oh, that's... I thought it, that asshole was the... Oh! oh that's the prolapse anus. See oh, how the apple came out? Hey, that's just know, a shame. They know they say, folks, if you love what you do, you'll never work again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, two at once. Another oh, one. Five. Four. That's four this, apples out the ass. Yeah, this is no. Johnny Appleseed's aunt that he doesn't allow to legally talk to. <laughs> oh, another one's coming out. I think that's just, just a baby. That's just... Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> I, I promise you guys, prolapse anuses, if you came on, here it is. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a big uh, cornucopia of 
worms it's about to explode. Am oh. I commenting this one? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did. What happened? Oh no, Matt! I was holding. Oh, it. we gotta watch it all over again. <laughs> did you hear him during it? Um, through your mics, but it wasn't loud enough. Oh, my bad. Let's just go to the next one. Just the loop of the. <laughs> all right, do you want to do it again? What do you guys think? I'll do it again. Yeah, okay. we already know the the surprise is already I mean, there. I could I could come up with a whole. I'm new sure you have no shortage of disgusting videos for us, right? We got another one. Let's go to the <laughs> oh! next one. All right, Johnny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great day at the ballpark. <laughs> what we got here is a man who clearly has an alien life form growing in his testicles uh-huh. and the penis of that looks like a gooseneck. If you could take the neck of a goose and turn it into peni, that's what this guy has. And he's coaxing out the tip, and he's got some sort of IV drip uh, connected to it. Oh. I can only assume that is ketamine that is going directly into his balls. This is Joe Rogan. He has gone beyond <laughs> doing mushrooms. And, Such a hero. And you know, going the deep dive of uh, DMT. He's now just doing ketamine directly into his nuts. Yeah, this is Bob Lazar, the <laughs> guy who found aliens. This is the spacecraft that he found. <laughs> this looks like that baby bird that we found dead in the parking lot earlier. <laughs> so was he? He's just showboating? Yeah, he's, just, he's, <laughs> he's their old show he has huge nuts. If if you guys can't see, obviously you yeah, can't. So is that? I, I think I'm guessing what it is is he's like those guys that fill their biceps with uh, yeah, I think like that's saline. Yeah, and then they end up dying because they get it from like a third world country. Yeah, yeah. this is like most of the time I spent on like Omegle growing up. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you guys did to make your dick look bigger? Because this is definitely up there. Uh, yeah, a lot of praying uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. You know. Just at the end, I'd be like, make sure my mommy and daddy are happy. I hope I do go to my math test. And if I can get an inch or two, Lord, that'd be nice. I don't know. I think it, just to make it feel bigger, you got to belly flop onto the girl. You got to get in there quick so it's like real quick. Like, you know, she's, you know, obviously. Girls respect a smush. They, yeah. they respect you, a good mush. Yeah, they get in there and you throw a fucking people's elbow down. Sexually. People's elbow. There it is. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's where the name came from. All right, Matt, here we go. Oh. oh. Paint us a word picture of what's on the screen right here. By all means. What's for dinner? Says the caption, <laughs> and they just want to know: Did you order the meat lovers? This is—I'm uh, not entirely sure. It looks like a vagina. Oh, some things growing, so and she has what appears to be maggots. Uh, and again, it is Pride Month, so I just want to make sure clearly. I said maggots. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is just the sweetest hand job of all time. Yeah, that's very, very nice. Just a couple at a bus stop getting a hand job. Just yeah. playing with this baby bird. You know what? If this isn't me in 40 years, I did something wrong. It's an older couple, so I mean, this is eternal for all of us here. This is one of the. Dude, if they re elect Joe Biden, that's what we're going to be saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> we got. What is that? Oh, we have a soundtrack. Oh, she's she has. This is just where. She has chickens, or she has eggs in her butt, and she's yeah. just pooping them out. Uh, it's an amazing. <laughs> Actually, in some circles, this is uh, this is improv comedy. <laughs> I think for like most yes, of my childhood, eggs. comedy for most of my childhood, yeah. I this is what a little Mark Dorman special for us. Ah, this place wrecked them. Oh my god, that is a, um, that's it, all the vaginas. That's, that's all the a vaginas. gray vagina. That's one of the Easter Island heads. Just <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Doctor Seuss a character. man putting a foot in putting an a ass. foot in your girlfriend's ass. This, this is, is the, actually uh, how most NFL kickers uh, work at the combine. Yeah, that was for that '70s show. The dad from that '70s show. What is this? Is just Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a vagina. 
I just got my beef nougat hanging out. <laughs> Most of these look like if you could mash a sea creature into genitals. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, looks a, like that's, that's a Gorgon thing. From Stranger from, uh, Things. Stranger I was going to say Stranger Things, too. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> it, that is a flower. <laughs> the, what, that's what they talk about when they say that's right. a girl lost her flower. The female anatomy <laughs> that, that falls else. off. Well, now that we're all turned on. Yeah, dude. That, yeah. Was, that was hot. I got to run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, fellas. How did you guys feel about that? Was it a good game yeah, for you bad. guys? Yeah, I felt real bad. Didn't like <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> we invited you on our podcast. We had fun. We joked around. You show us eggs out of poop holes. I'd like to take back the uh, the the sex brag that I had. I don't think I'm going to have sex for months now after <laughs> having watched that. Dude, watching that stuff to like find it, you know, some people would think it's like funny. Mm-hmm. It like turns me off for a while. Yeah, Try I can to, imagine. Because those weren't the first <laughs> videos I watched. You know what I mean? I have to go through a, a bunch of them. I really do have Plus, to go Plus, how many times you have to stop, <laughs> masturbate, you know. I'm gonna be like, I told my parents I, was, I had to stop at their house today and I it was like I'm doing a podcast right now they're like how was the podcast I'm like different <laughs> I feel I feel different oh, jokes on you guys I was actually just watching the Adam and Eve ad on the right side of the screen the whole time <laughs> I know what the Twitter. code is for 40% off if you want it <laughs> if you guys are curious yeah it's prolapse <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, you guys are both in relationships. John's married. <laughs> what a yes. transition. Dude. What a transition. So I love what these questions are going to be now. Let's go. <laughs> Matt's in a relationship. Yeah, dude. Is there anything like that you guys want to try inside the bedroom that your significant other won't try? Uh, probably like my friend Darius coming in. <laughs> yeah. Just being a part of the team. <laughs> yeah, just, just being a starting center for our team. Uh, I don't think so. I, 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 dude, not, I don't know. I... I so I was at a golf outing recently and I won so they'll do like a raffles at the end and I bought like a arm's length of tickets for like 20 bucks whatever they do and I just started dropping stuff in baskets and I ended up winning first a tie-dye t-shirt pack which I was like great me and my family can tie-dye t-shirts then I won the uh, pleasure pack that some pervert mom decided to enter this into the raffle. Yeah. So I came home with just a box of like various lubes, a rubber ducky that's also a vibrator, mm. which that's got to ruin rubber duckies for you for the rest of your life, right? Or make them better. True. Yeah, then you think that, that's just looking at every splish splash. Every nail. Don't say splish splash. You're taking a bath. So you just pour your little, oh my god, you're cooking with grease. Baby. But like nothing in that box made me want to be like, <laughs> let's get into these, let's get weird. It yeah. was just like, isn't this silly? I think I'm too silly to ever have a crazy kink. See, before starting the podcast, I didn't have like kinks, and I never like really did sex toys. It wasn't my thing. But hearing on this show, there's a lot of sex toys. A lot of like. People are like super sex positive, and that's a weird. That's a weird way to say I like to have sex, isn't it? Yeah, sex positive, I'm sex negative. I Testing think we positive. should all stop. We should. <laughs> we knock we it should off. know more. Yeah, ew, guys. <laughs> Enough of that. Yeah, yuck, girls. First off, ew. gross. God gave you two hands, you fucking pussies. We've seen what they do with their asses and pussies on there, dude. We saw the videos. Yeah, that's what they do. Only one gentleman was getting weird with his genitalia. That's kind of funny. Like you always hear about women who like they say they cheat in a relationship because they're not getting what they want, and you're like, ah, oh, it's got to be worst case scenario. <laughs> I bet you every single this, one of those women are in relationships. What they want is eggs crammed like, into their butt. Well, they're like, if I can't cheat, this is what I'm doing, big dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with the beef flaps, and it's going on the internet, and I'm putting the title, What's for Dinner? <laughs> Would you rather your girl cheat on you and nobody knows beside you, or your girl is a porn star and she tapes your guys' sex sessions and puts them out there and everybody knows it's you? Is my face in it? Yes. everybody. Well, everybody knows it's you, so. Mm. Uh, I'll take the other. Just because yeah. I'm not always putting in out there performances, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you rather your girl just cheat on you and only you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
That's I, fine. Yeah, but you got. I don't be, want my boys to call me out and be like, "Yo, forty-three seconds in, you <laughs> did this. Pretty bad. You did this one weird move. What was that? Like, I, that's what I'm more worried about. Like, not my family's or anything. It's just yeah. my my boys seeing it and being like, "Dude, did you really say come to daddy? Like, <laughs> yeah. yuck." I'm a little bit more career focused than he is, so yeah. I would be on the internet so I can get more content out. So I'll be behind there True. and I'll be like, "Took an Uber here. Actually, Uber's weird, isn't it, guys?" <laughs> Tired working, just terrible Tuesday sex. Be in the middle of sex, like that's a real. Get that one. That's a short. <laughs> working your Republican jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to get political during sex. <laughs> like, man, suppose he's tight. This thing's conservative, baby. <laughs> so, are you guys normally in your relationships? Are you the person that has been broken up with, or do you normally break up with the person? Uh, in my younger years, I was getting. Actually, no. I think I've been the one to break up. You're not going to take a shot. I've never taken a shot. I've never, I've never broken up with anyone before. Are you serious? Are you like the way that dudes are where like, I'll just wait till she hates me and let her do it. I think all, all my breakups. <laughs> Bro, that's so the move, dude. You're just like, I'll just like stop doing anything she likes until she does it. And then I'll be the victim and be like, you're such a bitch. But I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? You are better off without me. You're right, babe. <laughs> this is totally your idea. No, I'm just, yeah. I haven't been in a lot of relationships. Like, it's been because I was, so at 18, I joined the military and I moved around a lot. So I didn't really see a point of like staying. Well, you were in a committed relationship with your nation as a patriot. I was yeah, married damn, to America. Well, damn thank you for your service. Damn oh, hero, yeah. You're fucking salute. I know. Right? I was sitting in the presence of a hero. <laughs> yes. Yeah, set up straight, sir. Yeah, I, I apologize. I don't <laughs> want to sit up straight. I would have like, cut my hair. People, how many people really died on 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> like, well. Who knows? I mean. <laughs> yeah, they know. this. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, I think mine were always like, it just rode out so long that like when I did get broken up with, I was just like, yeah, I saw this coming. <laughs> it was like, my fault. Yeah, you know what? This probably should happen sooner. You're right. Yeah, I don't think I ever did the dumping. I think I was always the dumpy. Yeah, I think I was. I was ripping dumps on shouties. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's I did the what, kink. That's the one. That <laughs> yeah, true. I did. You know, that's what you, that's what you have to do, though. But I think you just have to like nut up and just be like, all right. Because usually, you know, I'm. I did all mine when I was younger, and for the most part, they're just like, I just want to be single so I can go do whatever I want. Right. So you kind of have to come up with like the nicest way to dress that sentence up to a person where you can't just outright say like my pp's hungry you just have to be like oh, i don't know it's just not like what i want i'm a 21 year old in college breaking up with a girl i'm like i just need to like focus on me it's like focus on what dude we're drunk <laughs> nine days a week what are we focused on we're failing every class i think i was treated getting dumped the same way i did getting fired i was like nah i saw this coming you're right i, I, I should be fired yeah, yeah i haven't cared for a few months now you're right he's asking for severance pussy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever done that where you knew you were going to break up with somebody, so you decided to have sex first and then broke up post? with them? Yes. Um, no, I don't think so. I think I kind of just anticipated that we would still have sex afterward. You're like, I can still call you tomorrow, right? I'm like, we're done for right now <laughs> and other people, but tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be horny tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still a man. <laughs> I have my needs. I caught a couple chicks pooping out eggs. I'm, I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty worked up over <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got a new thing. <laughs> Do you have any eggs at home? I mean, no, no, you can win me, <laughs> yeah. win me back. True. That's how I get it back, yeah. I'm like, if you really want this to happen, dude, you're going to go to Target right now. You're going to drop $12. <laughs> I understand inflation. It's not my fault. Get Democrats, the cage you know what I mean? Get cage free. I really want good eggs. <laughs> so, all right, so you guys talked about, like, your favorite podcast. Actually, 
Matt, did you? I don't think you actually brought up your favorite podcast. I made some shitty joke about fucking Matt Walsh being mean to <laughs> Who's your, like, your favorite comedians? Is it still Mark Norman your favorite? I love Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, Matt McCusker. Uh, like a lot of those New York guys that have been blowing up the past like three or four years. Because uh, I do think they're kind of changing. Like when I started, I, there was that like tenor of like how you could do comedy was very... Again, it sounds like I'm doing a bit, but like it was left-leaning. There were like certain points... And certain ways that were the only ways that you could get successful in comedy by like kind of falling into that niche or like that side. But over the past like two or three years, it feels like they've been funny enough where they're just superseding that. Where it's like you can just be funny, mm-hmm. and as long as it's funny, you can get carried to the next level. So those types of guys have, I think, done that. What about you, John? Uh, I mean, it's a lot of the same comics. But I've always, outside of that, loved like Kyle Kinane's one of my favorite comics of all mm-hmm. time, and every time he puts out a special. It's nice because, like, he's kind of, he rides the line of, like, that, not, like, a bro comic, per right, se, right. like, but he's also in that, like, punk rocky, like, artsy kind of lane, like, the alt-comic scene kind of. And he it's gets like, me. Yeah. But, like, he gets he gets respect from, like, both sides. That's why I always liked him. Just an incredible joke writer. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, my favorite, we said, like, Unoriginally, Dave Chappelle is obviously my favorite, but that's just yeah. Bill Burr. That's like saying like Seinfeld is still one of my favorites of all time. We argue about it all the time. It's like even if it is like now some of the stuff that Seinfeld did would be kind of hacky. Like, but I, it's it's like that for everything. It's like music had to kind of suck before it was awesome. Like, yeah, I never really got into Seinfeld. I think mine's is always like nostalgic. That was the first thing. Like my dad used to show me Seinfeld's HBO specials when I was like eight years old like way mm. too young to watch him not that his material was like anything crazy i'm a beebs yeah <laughs> well i think it's just like the it's comics like that and again you don't want to shit on them but it's like as a comedian especially when you start to get to a level where you are kind of good and you're not bombing really much anymore like seinfeld i think most of the comics that i've talked to who share a similar sentiment of not liking him are like if you put me and him on just a regular showcase i, I bet you a decent amount of times i could have a better set than he could just because he is, he's been so curated towards his fan base, and he has this air about him that kind of can carry him, but I do think there's like some level of like it's I don't know. I sound like I'm shitting on one of the greatest comics of all time. He's coming for you, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jay, be on the lookout, dude. You're not the only one that likes young girls with huge boobs. Jerry. Yeah, we also like those, and we like to squeeze them too, don't we, guys? Yeah. We sure love that. And guys, and what do we always say when we squeeze them on the count Ew. of three? One, two, three. Well, oh, oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying though, because it's like it, it's the same thing. It's the reason that Chappelle can come out and do a special every year. Because, like, if you really cut down, like, what he's saying, it's probably only, like, 20 minutes of material. Yeah. But it's 40 minutes of him doing Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So it's, like, that's the reason he could put something out every single year. Whereas, like, some comics have to, like, build something new over, like, three, four years, then release a special. Yeah. He, he just always, he could go on TV now and go live with nothing and have millions of people tune in. If Dave Chappelle did anything, yeah, I would laugh at it. Just because yeah. it's Dave Chappelle. I, yeah. He's He's grown my life over the years. And he's almost to the point now where he's transcended, like, stand-up comedy. He's just, like, a public figure bigger than comedy. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it's tough to, like, but at the same time, he's still doing, like, New York nightclubs and stuff. So that's that's always the cool thing about comedy, too, is, like, you don't hear about, like, a lot of musicians that, like, play arenas, go to their hometown and go to, you know, a local bar and do a show. Where, like, these guys in New York will go play, like, 
to the biggest crowds, best comedy clubs, arenas, and then they'll go to the cellar in New York, which is a basement bar, really, when you break it down. like Yeah. But sure, he can do anything. He, right. Like, he can go anywhere, anytime, and he, because he has the freedom to do that. Is there, like, a best comedy club that you guys have worked at? Helium in Philly is, I mean, I love it there, and it's lauded, like, whenever you hear people talking on podcasts about, like, good city clubs, like, good, like, a good feel to them, everyone always says Helium, so I love it there. I mean, I've only done, outside of that, I've done, like, Comedy Zone in Harrisburg. I love that. That's just because that's where I started comedy, so it's, like, it's a little different. The crowds are a little different out there. Mm-hmm. That was, so it's always fun to play around with it, but, yeah, Helium and Punchline's great, so I'm just going to suck all the... Dicks of all the Philadelphia clubs. Yeah, I mean, but they, they all, like, fit certain needs of comedy because comedy's gotten so big now that it feels like there's different parts of it that need to be fulfilled where, like, Helium, it seems, is, like, really... People are going there to see their favorite comic. Like, they might not be huge stand-up fans, but for the most part, audiences are there to see their favorite comic. And then Punchline kind of feels like it serves the need of, like, people might not be into comedy. They want to see what it's like. They want to go to a cool venue, and Punchline kind of fills that need. And then I worked at Soul Joel's a lot during the pandemic, where that was cool, where it was just nothing else was open. There was nowhere else to see a show. So it's just people sitting in this fucking sand pit. Genuinely, it was just a sand pit where they bring their own chair, their own booze. They're in an airplane hangar. The stage itself is just like the bed of an 18-wheeler. And everybody there is just like, I just love comedy broadly. That's all I care about. Yeah, so it was it, like true comedy right. fans there. Sounds like Burt Kreischer would have a, something to say about that. I think Burt did Soul Joel's, didn't he? He like might the have. beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. All the big names, because when New York shut down, like all the comics from... New York that you love, like Big J Okerson, Ari mm. Shafir, all them came down and did it in Royersford, PA, because it was right. like the only place where they could do comedy. I mean, our buddy, our one of our good friends, Brendan Donegan, opened for Louis C.K. Yeah, at this outdoor sandpit with like crazy. a train that ran in the background that you would have to like pause in the middle of a set, yeah, to wait for a train to pass so that you could do your next joke. <laughs> Is there like a dream comedian you guys want to open up for? That's a good question. Alive or dead? Oh, that's an even harder one now. Probably just Matt Rife, dude, at this point. <laughs> Mr. Rife, dude. That's the dick you want to suck? Are you familiar under- with Matt Rife? You know, like, no, I do not know who that is. He's this hot hunk of tits and mm. balls that everybody either loves or hates right now because he's, he genuinely Oh, like, oh wait. You I know. The like, yeah. 20-year-old, good-looking guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, got yeah. a jawline for days. Yeah, too good-looking to do stuff. Yeah. Gorgeous dude. And his entire fan base is like mostly women. Of course. Which, you know, somebody's and on me. This, mm. And you, you like this guy, huh? I, I mean, I like the way he looks. Oh, okay. I think I can get him to come pretty fast. I think I, I think I know him enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, now we're getting sucked in the fucking... <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, somebody like him, like I just... Would like to open for a fan base that young. That sounds a little weird. That's a little, that's a little crystal on that one, dude. But, yeah, Matt Rowe would be kind of sick. <laughs> I was going to say, just say crystal <laughs> yeah, Craig, Craig D'Elia, dude. Uh, for me, I'll go back to it. It'd probably be Kyle Kinane. Because like, okay. he's been my favorite comic for a long time to the point where it's like I'd want to – I think a, a that like an attaboy from him would feel pretty cool. Right, right. Because, like – I try to be not. I try to be him, but it's like I would like to be his style. If I had to compare it, I don't know. Do you guys yeah. ever hear like things about like bigger comedians, like more well-known comedians, when you're working in these comedy clubs? Like, like maybe like you're a, fi- a fan of Kyle Kinane, and someone's like, "Oh, I've worked for, with him before, and he's an asshole." 
everybody's got like their opinions on that. And it really, it's like anything. It's like, you can't make a judgment until you've also worked with that person. Yeah. Cause it's like, you could have somebody like, there's been people that I've had people say like, Oh no, that person's actually really nice. Like Mm -hmm. whoever it might be that you're like, Oh, I think they'd be a piece of shit. But it's like, yeah, you could also just catch them. Like they're in Philly. They just left their family. It's like a Thursday night. The show's half sold. Like, you're catching them on like the worst night. Yeah, yeah. So I've always kind of just I'll listen to when people say that, but I've learned to like if I get a chance to work with them, even if it's like local comics that we know. Like there's ones where like you have these all these ideas in your head about them, and then you actually meet them and do a show with them, and you're like, ah, oh, you're not bad, or the opposite, you're like you fucking suck. Right. <laughs> I'm just always jealous of the people who get to work with the comics who are like fucking hammered or off their ass when they're working with them. I want to have a story like that where I'm just working with a dude who's just like zanned out. And I'm like, yo, he called me gay and then gave me a high five. I'm like, that's so cool, dude. It was a great makeout session. <laughs> it was the softest lips I've tasted in the West. Is there a worse comedy club that you guys have ever performed in? <sighs> I'm trying to think of the worst. Well, during the pandemic, there was an open mic at the softball field near my house. So mm, that was a if tough you want to call that a comedy club, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that's tough, dude. Getting sunburnt while you're bombing <laughs> is just a real kick in the taint. But you get to hang out with a bunch of lesbians. I mean, it sounds yeah. like a good nah, yeah. no lesbians were. No, it was dude. just a bunch of sad guys in a park, and then maybe a few women would show up. Yeah, oh, like a bunch of forty-year-old guys who just are trying to escape their kids. And yeah, I'm but only thirty-seven, dude. Calm down. I'm not, I'm not saying you. It's not. A, it's not always about you and your your hair. It's all. Well, hold on, me. you supple little broad. How old are you? <laughs> supple little broad. That's what my daddy calls me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirty-two. Oh, okay. All right. You guys are around the same age range. He just said thirty-seven, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't. Matt's not good at math. Yeah. Or how, how old's Matt? 10, like 10 years younger twenties, right? 27. 27? Like in yeah. my 20s, yeah. So I'm in between both of you guys. So yeah. let's make that, you know, not we'll just metaphorically. Us, yeah, let's just make it physically. That's what you guys have to look forward to. <laughs> Fucking pretty good hair. <laughs> if I get the, gen- if my kids have your, gen- in this scenario, I'm going to get your guys' genetics through sex. I'll yeah. give, I'll give whoever you oh, want true. knocked up some of my genetics. I'll toss a, I'll toss you a seed. If you guys were to take each, <laughs> each person's one genetic at their table, like say we were to make a baby with John. Yeah. Okay. What genetic would you want your kid to have with, from John? That. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's a great question. Hmm. I think, all right, this is good that we've gotten to this part of the podcast. Where we can all, <laughs> now we're getting to the part where we can all appreciate our yeah. good qualities. Let's do that. Okay. A couple shots of Jim B, and next thing we're all we're kissing on the lips. <laughs> I would say for Johnny Bowie. I got mine, if you want me to go. Go ahead, yeah. I, if I had off. a son, I'd want him to have your blind confidence that you have in the funniest situations. There's so many times, like, being with Matt where I'm like, he's so confident right now as he's just doing the worst at something. Mm-hmm. Or as a redhead. In a worse situation, just blind confidence. Like, this is great and everything's all right. No, it's great because... I know that while on the outside you have that like total confidence, I know right. inside you're just getting murdered by anxiety. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if I could just get just the blind confidence part, not the the anxiety. All right, no, 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 do it for me. Do it for me. Uh, beard. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's got to yeah, be I was the beard. Say beard. Yeah, the beard's good. The beard's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little upset. I thought you had great was teeth be, too. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just thank you. seeing you that now. Teeth. Oh, thank you, thank you. I had braces twice. All right, those are VA teeth. That's simply too many times to have braces. My mom made me get braces the first time with only four teeth. And then the second time, the day after I got my second full set out, bottom teeth got knocked out and I had to get shoved back in my mouth. Oh, why did she do that to you? Why did she knock my teeth out? Oh, she didn't punch you in the teeth. Are you saying she punched you in the <laughs> no, teeth? I was playing football and I, I ran into somebody's elbow. You ran into somebody's elbow? And they like, I, tackled, it. I tackled them though. So I told you, watch that, the that like, He actually still didn't have the ball though. So <laughs> things. 
<laughs> just some old guy walking by, yeah. right into his cage. So what? If, all right, Matt. So what about for John? What would you take from him? Well, first of all, I thought John was going to say about me, like your height, you're taller, and he was like, "You have this irrational, dumbass confidence." Barely, no, you're, you're barely. He, did, he gave you nothing physical. So nothing. He, he was like, "You're an idiot. You have no idea what's happening around you, and you think everything's good." And I'm I like, think that's mm. a great quality to have. Yeah, it's not bad. You're it's unflappable. Me. There it is. Un- unflappable. I wish some of those pussies on the video were unflappable. I think it was disgusting. <laughs> those were dude. delicious. Some of those were tri-flappable. <laughs> he's really trying to think hard about what he's going to compliment about you, John. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. How about this, dude? John's a great dad. I wish I had the paternal instincts that John had. How about that for a You compliment? will one day. I'm slowly instilling them in you, son. True, you are you guys just both think you're both hideous, don't you? Yeah. No, no I'm I really right. don't. I like John a lot. <laughs> I mean, the original name of our podcast was Handsome Idiots. So Again, it's like yeah, so it dumb that you guys one. changed that. Yeah, we know. Why we do you know. say that? Matt. Because it's such a good name. Everybody says that. And I thought it was the exact opposite where we thought we were just these totally. But it's one of those things is no one told you it was a great name when it was the name. You know what I mean? It's like that like high school was great afterwards looking back on it. You're like, nah, most of it sucked. Like, <laughs> I mean, high school was great, but it did suck a lot for me. But yeah. your name was good. As no, as, it is. It's we 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 always say it. We are very. We're not far away from just saying fuck it and throwing it right back up there as the name again. Well, you guys reached out the first time. I was like, that's a great name for. As soon as I saw the message, I was like, that's a great name for a podcast. Wow, that <laughs> is shocking to hear. I'm telling you, for the first first couple of years, I guess year and a half, everybody was like, I, anything you heard about it was from a negative perspective. So we're like, the name, wanna, yeah. I love the name. They said the content, but I also great. I also think it was a lot of tongue in cheek of like because the, the reason we named it Handsome Idiots originally was we would go to open mics and it's like by normal people standards were you know sixes sevens eights on a good day at open mic comedy where it's like sad guys divorced guys women yeah. that can't have kids <laughs> like you got to be ugly to be funny we're like elevens at those shows so yeah. like people would intro, like in Central PA which that's a whole other factor is you yeah. get a lot of mutants out there. And they would be like, all right, cousin. come to the stage, handsome John. I'm like, say my fucking name. Like, I get it. I'm a little bit better looking than some of you. <laughs> but because it, it, oh. it, it puts you in a weird hole, though, going up there. Because it's already like, not that it's like, oh, it's hard to go up and be somewhat appealing on stage mm. and get laughs. But it's like, unless you immediately go up and you're like, I'm a fucking moron. Yeah. And like, everybody's like, what's this fucking guy that isn't 300 pounds overweight think he's better than me for you're like ah, damn it, it you was, make a yeah. joke in the beginning because of your looks i do it every single set i open every single set with the same joke what's uh, what's his name he opened to for, set the tone he opened for tata ryan uh foster foster ryan yeah. foster he's yeah. actually coming on the show soon he he has to start off like as soon as he went up there i was like this fucking tall good looking guy what does he have to say see and, and then he says in the beginning all right i can i can now i can talk and that's something like you were asking about like how it long it takes to get good at it. It's like, you don't learn that until finally one day you're like, fuck it. I just got to lean into whatever people see when I go on stage and it could take five, six years. It could take 20 years. You could never figure it out of like, this is how people perceive me. Yeah. Not how I see it. You know what I mean? So now what do you have to talk about yourself when you get on stage? You have to go, I'm redhead tall. I think I mostly I'll go on stage and I'll play it up. Like I'm a huge pussy. Like, I think that's what makes it somewhat endearing. And I'm, that's a genuine thing. I'll go up and I'm like, you see this, like, larger dude, this taller guy, whatever, with an annoying haircut. And I'm like, dude, I'm a pussy. I might be gay. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm still working on it. That's another thing. If you go on stage and you're, like, a regular-looking guy, call yourself gay, you're cooking, dude. That's you'll also the, get to get on... The, tricks of the trade. You'll get to get on shows that only uh, some people can get on, too. So there's that bonus. That hasn't worked <laughs> for me yet, dude. I haven't been on a zero Pridezilla shows. Have I gotten on yet? <laughs> Queer a palooza. I can probably get you on Pridezilla. 
Well, please, by all means. But we were talking about the other day, and this, like, actually last night, about don't all the the uh, uh, pride parade names sound like the way you used to bully your friends when you were a kid? Like you, Fatzilla. You'd see all your friends, and you'd be like, "Look at fucking Queer Fest 2023 <laughs> over here!" Like that's a real thing now. Like people are just going to this thing. Yeah, that's Le- why lean into the gay. Yeah, they're like, better. "Come on out for the gay bash." <laughs> You're like, "Wait, wasn't that a bad thing?" Back yeah. in the day? I don't think you could do that, kid. Can you, can you, I gay mean, bash say, at the beach—that would be pretty good. None but, of us can say that unless we do something to each other. You know what I mean? But even like the, what's happening right now, God bless. Even what's happening right now, like when you used to say, "Like, yeah, I actually do like science class." Like the bullies would picture you on a float in the middle of the road making out with a dude, and now that's just really happening. That's just <laughs> that's gay now. It's crazy, but it's sick and it rules, and we love them. Happy Pride Month. That rules. So, is there <laughs> is there like a worse PDA that you've seen? I I think all PDA is weird. So I've seen guys make out. I've seen girls make out. I've seen guys and girls make out. I think it's all gross. I mean, what's like the worst one that you've seen in, in person? One of the best ones I saw <laughs> was. Uh, Do you ever go to the Wing Bowl in Philly? Yeah. So Wing Bowl for the viewers that don't know is just. Uh, starts at what six a.m. at the it's, Wells Fargo. Center? I started at three a.m. there before. You start drinking it, but like the actual wing oh, yeah. starts at like six or seven a.m. So you get there at three a.m. to start drinking. You start drinking in the parking lot outside yeah. of Wells Fargo. Right? I took a train. I went over to my buddy's place at Temple, and we started drinking like a normal night of drinking at like nine o'clock. We went out, partied, went back to his apartment, slept for like an hour, woke up, and started drinking. And we hopped on the train down there. We go to the Jetro lot, which shout, shout out Jetro lot. So I do all my tailgating my whole life. Um, and they had all the tractor trailers parked there because it's like a loading dock in the back mm. of it. And you're walking along and it's just like guy pissing, guy throwing up, guy pissing, guy railing his girlfriend in between tractor trailers at seven in the morning in February. And we just stopped. And it was like one of those things where you're like, <laughs> I'm not like watching. I'm just like witnessing this thing that's happening right now. And all of us just start clapping. And then we're like, Oh, we're just probably all part of an this assault. Is, this is probably a sex <laughs> yeah. crime. At this this is probably something we shouldn't be associated with. Let's get the fuck the out Dr. of here. Dr. Phil's going to interview us about this. Yeah, someday. so that was the best and worst one I ever saw because he was going to town. We caught him like mid-stroke. Like he was digging. <laughs> oh, no. Not <laughs> That's one time you really have to come face if you're doing it outside. Matt, what about you? Uh, I was in high school and I was at like a party uh-huh. and we were all like sitting on this bench outside and it was like an actual like where the... I don't know what they're called. A picnic table. Did you say you were at high school or in high school? I was at a high school party. I was 25. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't okay. ask. And the girls were super mature for their age. They, were they really all cool. looked way older now. They are really cool. And I was like, I brought the fucking handle of alcohol. And they were like, whoa, you're the man. And then I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Are we going to kiss? No, but I was at a party in high school while at a high school. And we were at like a picnic table. And this kid that was in our grade that was like a weird dude. And his he was dating one of our friends, like a girl that was like a nice girl. And I remember they were just, like, sitting there, and, like, you could just kind of tell. Like, he was kind of behind her. She was facing – they were both fa- facing the same direction. And he was behind her, and he started, like, rubbing leg, and then the hand got closer. And it was just – I'm telling you, I've never heard breathing this heavy in my entire life. Or there's, like – like, there's, like, gravelly – oh, dude. And everybody's having conversations, but at the side of the, your, your eyes, you're like, oh, God, he's really he's really getting it. I mean, I'm talking asthma attack level of breathing. Matt was actually just talking about his own breathing. <laughs> As yeah. he was watching it. This is also the most, like, my friend did this. It was me, dude. I was, behind, I was trying to get some It was allergy season. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. But he did it for probably, like, 15 minutes until I was a dickhead. And I was like, you got to stop. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Sorry about that one. 
we we had a friend that had a hot tub when we were in high school and there was a lot of times where like there would be a couple in there with you and mm. you'd be like halfway through like everyone's just bullshitting and joking there'd be like a lull and you're just like oh you've been jerking them off the whole time we're in here haven't you and they're yeah. just like no 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 i swear to god we're like stand up right now <laughs> and they wouldn't stand up so i probably had my own bubbles. worst pda actually now that i think about it when i was nine years old at summer camp I saw Aladdin for the first time, and I'd only seen white women in my life. And I saw an animated brown woman who was gorgeous, and I touched my own body in the back of the class. <laughs> to completion. Nine-year-old completion in the back of the class. Looking Matt at found a whole new world that night. <laughs> I, was riding, I was ready to ride her carpet, for God's sake. Yeah, dude, I was in the back of there. I had nothing to do with the cum. I just put it back in my pocket. So what were your what was your question? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you were getting a pocket comb. <laughs> we, we were getting there. Actually, was about one of my next questions. We talked like, pocket pudding when you were on our episode. So uh, yeah, we're gonna yeah, talk we pocket comb. <laughs> Are we all gonna hit sit here and say that Aladdin's what was her name in the movie? Jasmine. Aladdin? Jasmine. I was gonna say what Earl, a beautiful yeah, woman. Yeah, dude. Jasmine's real hot. Yeah, unbelievable. Definitely nothing like the real brown women. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> is there any? Have you ever gotten in trouble for a joke that you told on stage at work? Uh, no. But, like, the job I got laid off from, uh, luckily it wasn't a part of it. But, like, everyone started to try to, f- or started to find out that I was doing comedy. Because, like, one guy knew, and then he leaked it to somebody else. So, like, everybody's like, we want to come see you. I'm like, you'll never show up. Yeah. So, it's like, everyone always says they're going to go see you, and they never do. So, it's almost like I wish I would get in trouble for, I don't know. Yeah, I've never had anything in trouble-wise, but uh, I recently recorded a song. <laughs> it's called They, Them, Sir. <laughs> he wishes it was called that. No, it was cool. It was a good opportunity. Uh, I did a song with a big Philly uh, local legendary guy, and everybody in my work found the song and was playing it one day when I came into office. Ladies and gentlemen, go on Spotify and look up Flippy Flops. That's all we'll say. And Matt Peoples. You're welcome. How Flippy. racist is it? It's not at all. It's not at all. Not even remote. It was recorded with it's, a cheesesteak mogul. You ever so when, uh, I don't in, know if he's allowed to talk about who it was. In the 90s, the song We Are the World, We Are the Children. Yeah. It's it's going to be the song that brings everybody together. People are saying it's the opposite of that. If there's any song that could drive people <laughs> can make, further apart. It can make everyone mad. It's, I'll tell you this. It's the funniest. If there's ever a song you could pick to commit suicide to, it's the funniest <laughs> song the best way to go out to get discovered you ever, heard, you ever heard the song rock lobster rock lobster i mean i just sang the word that i told now you, you told me the whole thing <laughs> i feel like i know it. it to be fair i think that's the only lyrics to rock lobster true it fits that tenor but yeah that was uh i I'm walked into work it. and they were all playing it and i was like oh my god they know how do you guys find working in a regular off i'm guessing you guys have office jobs right mm-hmm. and like turning off like the comedy side because i feel like in here obviously i talk a lot different than i would in a work office environment i try to not talk at all in office yeah. because i'll come off like this if i do talk for too long how do you guys like keep that balance i'm the exact i don't speak in my office yeah. very much i like and i kind of got the reputation of when i did get to know people i just started to make it known like i hate being here i know you don't want to talk to me i don't really want to talk to you i mean some people you meet in your office you do get along with but for the most part i'm like if we have to speak that's cool if we don't talk at all, I would much prefer. You know when, like, you're in these social dynamics where you feel like we're so close to each other, we should speak. Yeah. If we could both acknowledge, like, we don't have to do that. I don't want to do that. That's like what the the sweet spot that I've hit in my office. Mm. Matt hates it because I'm the exact opposite. I'm an office ham, mm-hmm. bro. I I will with the hackiest jokes. I just like can't help myself, but 
like be like the oh funny guy. Like, oh, the weather's crazy. Well, and it's weird too. Like, cause my office, I'm only in there like once every couple of weeks, oh, so I gotta like drop in. Like, cause I travel. Were you for fired? Work. No, the, my new job. New job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Last time I saw you, I think I was still looking for employment. <laughs> uh, new job. I travel for work, or like I work from home, and I go into the office every once in a while. So I always like I'm like I gotta leave my mark, but it's also an office of just all dudes. So mm-hmm. like it's the bros when I go in there. So I'm like, all right. I'm not going to go super offensive or anything like we talk about on the podcast, but I'm like, I'll go office offensive where they're like, I can't believe he just said that. He made that pun during the CPR training. But I feel like you're like me where I don't know what that line is. Oh, I, I really have a, I have a lot of trouble with it. Yeah. Because I didn't used to talk like this at all. I used to be very reserved almost in every like part I of my life. I used to be Puerto Rican. I, I was, I was having sex with Robbie for a long time. And then, like Poppy, am I right? And then I kind of like found this, <laughs> right. then I found this voice in the podcast and I was like, hey, uh, let's uh, We talk about, there's still so many times where we, cause like we'll start the podcast kind of like we did today where it's like just, you know, organic, we're having a conversation, but like we used to just like hit record, be like, welcome back to handsome idiots. And I'm like, why yeah. the fuck do I do that every time? But you it put like, on pod voice. It yeah. goes right into it. It's yeah. an, I use that as like an anchor, like for the start of the show. Cause I don't know what to say in the beginning. When I first started, I was like, I don't know. Hey, what's up guys? So I just had that. I have that line now where then I can start <laughs> talking whenever I feel like start it. Started that way. Yeah, just like, rip a fucking burp. It's see farting in the I, mic. I've had like the last podcast I was on. Sorry, it wasn't your guys, but it was another one. I farted a lot. And I, I led up to it <laughs> you though. Said I, it so defeatedly. Like, I was. Yeah, I, I, told I, myself I, I went fart. Black guys don't find farts nearly as funny there as white guys. Too do. many they farts. Don't. That is true. Black dudes do not like farts and gay <laughs> and jokes. Gay shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude. I but on this podcast, I got to talk about shaving buttholes, and I led up to two farts. Two farts with a room full of black guys. Were they <laughs> sound like very loud, or were they just stinkies? Oh, I I always have loud farts. But they don't stink? No stinkies? Sometimes they do. See, I, th- yeah, I feel Next like the trade-off is, especially as they get older, the loud ones are just there. They're just present, but like the the silent ones are, are murderous. My, I love laying those on people now. My <laughs> farts did not stink for the first 30 years of my life. That was my call. Really? Like, that was my sign. Like, if you, Did you, if you heard a Justin fart, 30? if you heard a Justin fart, you knew as a guarantee, I would bet my life on it. You would not stink. One day at 30 years old, I was like, what the fuck was that? What do you think did it? What was the food that? I think I stopped working out and then I kind of just like, I lost my soul. You know what I mean? Ah, I so like, a little bit of life was coming out of those parts. <laughs> yeah, I was dead on the inside yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just releasing a little bit of it out. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. It just one day my fucking insides rotted. It just said, not going to do this anymore. And now they're still loud and funny to me. My girlfriend can't stand them because now they stink. Yeah. That is funny. Like I, I fart in front of my girlfriend now. And like when we, when I fart, it, it looks like we're taking like cyanide pills together. Like, I'll look at her, and she'll be like, please, no. And I'm like, there's nothing else we can do. You've openly apologized, like, 11 seconds before farts have hit my nose in the yeah. car. Because we've gone to so many, like, podcasts and shows together, yeah. driving together. And, like, we'll just be driving. It's We're joking. You know, some podcast is playing lightly in the background. And I'll cheer Matt, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, no, but, like, what? Well, we're going to be on time. And then it just, it's fucking, it, like, a cartoon. It's unbelievable. They're bad. They, oh, it's, it's like, they, you talk about, like, you know, you have the soul of, like, in a past life. You know, you were somebody, my asshole was like an Italian mobster that was like 320 pounds. And then every time these things seep out of my body, everybody around me is like, why are you like this? And I'm like, that's just the way it happens, sweetheart. <laughs> it's going to be your intervention one day. We're like, hey, we're here because we love you. I'm farting straight gabagool on my girlfriend at all times. Her five foot body can barely take it. I'm almost knock. She's on the ropes every time I fart. She's like, 
body shots on her. The best part is like you love like I can stay in my own smell, but if my if I smell my girlfriend's fart, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this is not funny. Yeah, this is not funny. Anyone else's farts? This is not funny. But mine. Oh yeah, fucking Dude, delicious. My farts. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I completely agree. My wife always catches me wafting my own up to my nose. Yeah. She's like, why are you doing that? I was like, to see if I'm going to pass it over to you or not. Like, I'm going to push it. Like, I know how air works. Dude, what? you know how close we were to fucking girl farts nonstop when Hillary almost was elected, dude? True. They'd have been farting. They'd have been unadulterated <laughs> girl if, farts. If we would have got Hillary in office, dude, girls would have been farting left and right. We wouldn't get anything done. But we could have finally been more misogynistic. You know what I mean? Like, True. Maybe that would have been the one that turned the leaf oh, over. I voted for Hillary, so you know what I mean? I voted for Hill Dog, and I was like, you know what? I'll let these farts happen once in a while. Mm. And then Big <laughs> T came in, dude, and he said, not today. Like, <laughs> I only voted for her so my girlfriend would shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys find the energy to fucking do this? Like, smile, laugh, and all that shit after work. So you guys have office jobs just like me. Yeah. You guys have to go on stage and be excited, happy, and all that shit. How do you find the energy to do it all the time? I think, luckily, a lot of the times I'm around people I love like and like to hang out with. I shouldn't say love. That was gay. And I don't know. I mean, you buy somebody a fucking shark tooth necklace. Yeah. That's True. just, that's that's just, damn, that's just deep. Oh, I love love. I love love yeah. so much. But no, I think yeah, it's but like. Then it's like you think about it like it's like love and then what? Yeah. I know. That rules, bro. Handsome idiot. I don't know. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> you Bert it. cast. I'm trying to name podcast too, guys. Give, I'm me, good give, me, give me a little Bert. <laughs> I tried to I tried to tee you up no with that Bert. earlier, and I was like, oh, Bert would. Bert, oh, oh, yeah. Bert, yeah. Oh, that's what and that, then okay. you didn't catch it. I'm not good at comedy. Um, <laughs> comedy. Yeah, sober. Uh, it sucks sober. No, but it's. Uh, I think a lot of it is just I genuinely get excited to see like just. People I want to make laugh because in comedy it's like you're you're trying to make a lot of the comics laugh too, like mm. in the back of the room. So I don't know. I look at it as that. I look at it as also like this is a thing I love doing that I like putting like work into to see the end result. Whereas like work is I always just do it because I need money. Mm. I've never been like yes, I get to be a business development manager again today. But you're driven to a bunch of shitty bar shows and been like, I'm a fucking comedian yeah. in this three-person bar show in Central PA. Does your girl ask you before you go on stage, how much money are you going to make on the show? Like, you're leaving. No, she knew going in that there was no money in this. <laughs> I, was, I was just assuming because you have a daughter, right? Yeah. So she's like, oh, you're leaving me with the kid. And I did. Was, yeah. I, I did a sweetheart thing when, like, the world opened back up again. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I was like, any money, I'm lucky enough that, like, I have a good day job. Any money I make off of comedy, I was like, I'm putting in her piggy bank. And then I did a show for $75, and I was like, I don't love that <laughs> idea as much anymore. I love you. I don't love the idea anymore. Yeah. Daddy's going to spend this on some new pants or something. I don't know. LL Beans. What <laughs> yeah. about you there, Matt? Uh, <laughs> mine's a little less wholesome. I, I spend the entire day at my job like, yo, this fucking sucks. And the only way maybe I don't have to do this anymore is if I do the thing at night. Like, a lot of that, where like especially the days where you don't feel like going out to, like, a show or a mic or, like, going and doing some stupid fucking shoot, whatever. I just, the entire time, I think about, like, how shitty it was at, like, 12.15 that I was sitting at my desk and I was tired and I was, like, half hard. And I just <laughs> wanted to go home. And I'm like, if I can just make the thing at nighttime work and not have to do that, we'll, we'll stick with this. It is, like, I, I, you get it, too, I know. We're, you work from home a good amount, so, like... I think both of us got a taste of how awesome it would be to have your whole day to yourself mm -hmm. and then go out at night 
and you're really only working for the time you're on stage and hanging out. But it's like that life feels so appealing. I love and I know I think you're in the same boat. I love just going to a random coffee shop half asleep and just sit there and be like, I'm writing jokes. I'm working on my craft right now. Looking at butts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm putting off my actual job. And I'm like, why are bumblebees yellow and black? Oh, like, dude, <laughs> when I'm, so when I'm at home, I work from I work in the office three days a week, two days at home. Mm-hmm. Those days I'm at home, I'm either editing for four or five hours of that. Yeah. Moving the mouse, that's it. Right. And then the other X amount of hours is finding new guests or researching the guests that are coming on yeah so i i work maybe an hour of that from home but i still get the same amount of work done it's incredible yeah i can do so much work the four day you work a four day work week it makes so much sense yeah you can get everything you need done really in three days unless you're like a carpenter what do you you don't have to say where you guys work what kind of work do you guys do i'm in sales of course. So, yeah, yeah, I just sit there and I network and have to bullshit schmooze people. But yeah. comedy is half of that is just all fucking networking. True. That's too. why he could do that. He's a good asset to the podcast is I cannot do that. He's a good, he's good at talking to the folks. He's good at schmoozing. And I have autism. So yeah. I, what he means is I'm good at DMing someone going, yo, do you want to come on in a couple of weeks? We don't know when, but. True. Mm. <laughs> what about you? I work in logistics. I do too. Really? Yeah. Quick, I'll bet you logisticize something now. Oh, do it. Compete. We can talk about it off the cast, but I bet you we have similar employers and employment. Well, if you're working from home that many times a week, I get to get a job with you because that sounds fucking amazing. So, um, do you guys have like a pre-show ritual that you guys do before podcast or stand up? Uh, no, I mean stand up. Like I've pinned it down to one time. Somebody told me they were like, just focus on your first joke. Just keep like doing that one over and over in your head, so that way you know your set's gonna go. Like, so I I just do a lot of that. Like, I try not to talk to anyone the couple minutes before going on because I'm like I want to mm-hmm. save whatever energy I have right now to like for the beginning of this set. And podcasting, it's literally just we show up, we talk shit that we don't want to say into a microphone for an hour, and then we're like, we should probably hit record now. <laughs> yeah, I just have I just before every set, I'm like, just remember this is dumb. Just remember you're at a bar and there's nine yeah. people here and this is kind of gay. You're doing this. So just go on there and be like, what's up, you dumb idiots? It is Which, tough, though, when you get to do fun shows, though, because then that's where, like, the nerves come in, where you're like, yeah. this is a great setting. I'm in a great club. I'm with comics I love, like, or I mm-hmm. want, like, them to love my stuff. Like, that's where the nerve, that's where I really go back to the, like, just focus on your first joke. Just think about that. You know, I, I just, I, that's, it is, it is fun. Like, when you do get in, like, that big show thing and you're like all right this is the actual thing because mm-hmm. you do shows all the time but then they're not all like legitimate shows not to say they're not legitimate shows but they're not like these higher small shows. scale yeah when you finally get to those you're like oh shit dude i might not actually be good at this <laughs> <laughs> what about like a post-show ritual if you have a good show do you guys do something to celebrate <laughs> we were just talking about this unfortunately <laughs> you have a good show and there's no more annoying person than a comic like if a comic has a good set, they might be the most infuriating person on the planet. Cause like, you know, they come off stage and you try to play it off, like whatever, not a big deal, but they can't, you can't help but like wear that. Like, you know what I just did up there. Yeah. yeah you know what I just did. Dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there is like this air that you just can't get rid yeah. of. Cause it does feel cool. Like when you go on stage and you kill, like my roommate off and on does stand up, and he talked about it. And he was like, I don't want to do it, but the times I've gone on and it's gone well, there probably aren't a lot of better feelings. It is it is the great greatest feeling, but then it's the worst when sometimes you're like, I don't think anyone's going to top that. And then the next comic murders even harder. You're like, 
All right. Well, there goes that feeling. I, had, <laughs> I felt like the fucking king of the world for, I don't know, three and a half minutes. But even those, like, you're, you were such insecure losers that were like, well, I set him up for that. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have done that well if I didn't. It was, kill it was because it. of me that he was so funny. Yes. Narc Mormon wouldn't have really done that well if <laughs> I kind of, when you really think about it, that I'm kind of a better comedian than Narc Mormon, dude. <laughs> what you got to do is when you're talking about, like, how good you did, you just got to close your eyes and tilt your head side to side. You know, really? <laughs> I've been doing that with my girl a lot lately where I'm just like, hmm. I just had a great podcast, you know, I did some good work, and did some good clips, got about 100,000 views. That's cool that you, when you do well, you talk like a black guy in a zoot suit. <laughs> Baby girl, I just went on there. If they said pudding couldn't be stopped up here, dude. <laughs> old, pudding, old pudding pockets. Old pudding pockets couldn't be stopped on that podcast. So let's get to the closing aspect where you're going to talk about your least favorite race. Go ahead, John. Uh, the Daytona 500. <laughs> no. I don't stand for that race. <laughs> good. It's it's just a problem in the racing community. It's pretty good. Pocono, Pocono 500 all the way. <laughs> so let's get to the promotion aspect where there's a camera in front of your face. You can promote whatever you want to promote. You can say whatever you want to say. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, <laughs> post-game comedy show we're doing. It's a monthly comedy show at the Tap Room in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Uh, it's usually the first or second Thursday of every month. Uh, look out July 6th. It looks like we're doing it then. Uh, check out our podcast, That Rules Podcast, uh, on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can find them. Uh, but please go to the YouTube and subscribe. We're trying to bump that little twit up. Yeah, and, follow our Instagram, too. We got yep, yeah. our uh, the pods. Uh, Instagram is That Rules Pod, right? Uh, I believe. Yeah, it sounds, sounds <laughs> we like, should know. The links like will be in the description if, they, if you don't know the exact spelling. But... Yeah, check that out. Uh, we will have a Patreon soon. We keep saying we're going to have it. We think at 100 episodes, we'll finally pull the trigger on that. Mm. Uh, yeah, Monte Comedy for me. Uh, Hacks Comedy Golf I also have out there. I haven't put any new ones out in a while, but uh, a little golf and comedy show where it just took comedians out on a golf course and was like, let's turn cameras on during the pandemic. So probably bringing that back in the next year, maybe. We've been, we've been tossing around ideas. I'm going to keep you doing Yeah, you guys say you're going to take a shot, get drunk, and play golf. I'm always down to golf. And if I can also get content out of it, two birds, one stone. Yeah, whatever it takes. Two whatever birds, it takes. one cup. Us three go get blacked out on a fucking top golf and ruin John's sobriety. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel good about that, about ruining someone's life. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's yeah. what this is all about. If we're going to get views. Because it's more about us than his. I mean, his it's daughter. About, are we having it. fun? Yeah, you know. His you daughter know. doesn't need a sober dad when he can be a content dad. You well, know what she mean? doesn't drink either. What? Yeah. Kid wouldn't touch the stuff. That's going to be so uninteresting. <laughs> I got to start drinking again so my kid has something like to her. She, she needs like some like bad part of her life to look look at. Like, oh my God, my dad drank. You know what I mean? On the way home, I'll start like a four car pile up. We'll make this thing happen. Dude. We'll get this kid interested. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Matt Peoples and John Montag for coming out. Check out That Rules Podcast. All the links will be in the description. Robbie's not here, so he can't press the button. Robbie! I'm gonna do the doctor. That was a little bit off. You might not even know what your penis is inside